You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week, but back with a flavor of invincibility, an air of champ. It's a championship quality podcast. It's a championship podcast. For a, for a couple of champions basking in a championship weekend. Yeah, it's a podcast for all Australians. Yes, that's it. Everyone from the furthest reaches of Western Australia up to the Kimberleys, down across to Queensland, then down again to New South Wales, Eddie, all the way down to Victoria. Yep. And every every square inch of this fine of the continent brown land. And its islands, Tom. And its islands. Yes, yes. Okay. Tasmania, you too. You too, Tassie. You too, Phillip Island. Phillip Hamilton <laughs> Island. Christmas Island. With Sundays, is that is that an island? Archipelago, I believe. <laughs> Collection of islands. Not sure. Guessing. Guessing. Well, Dior that, but... All we're saying is it's one for all of us. That's it. And it's a really great time to be in Australia, Eddie. It We've is. reclaimed the ashes. We have. We're on foreign soil. Yeah. First time in 18 years. Slash retained. Retained. Yes. Well, regained, retained. Re- yes, regained. No, we haven't regained. We haven't regained. We've retained. We've retained. Because we're the holders. And we are looking to then win. Yes, of course we are. We're looking to win. And I think we will. Statistics tell us we will. And the sort of just that you can tell the mood around the English camp looks yeah, yeah. pretty grim. Oh, it's dire stuff. Yeah. I mean, 70, 70 Ashes series, only five drawn. That's not many, no. statistically speaking. Yeah, so unlikely, uh, just going off the numbers, which as anyone who listens to this podcast will know, we are uh, very... Numbers orientated. We like numbers. Numbers can sometimes get us into trouble, a yep. la the miracle at Buddy Headingley. At Headingley. But that's now a completely and utterly irrelevant. Didn't happen. Stokes' miracle means nothing. Nothing. In the annals of history. No, that will stand alone as an individual outlier. Won't remember the series. Yeah, but it even, it, 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 even, like, it missed, it, it, the whole, all the luster's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Yep, it's it was for nothing. But see, I think I think the Stokes innings was something that the entire English team was able to celebrate. Now only Stokes can. Yes. So now it's something for Stokes to tell the grandkids. It's something on his highlight reel. It's something that they'll go back to as an individual test. They won't look at the whole series. No. Nah. They're just going to look at Stokes as magistry. Yes, exactly. Very English. Yes. That's what Eng- that's what Poms do. That's what Poms do. They isolate. You know, little moments, victories in battles, but not wars. That's Do you know it. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. won the battle, not the war. So, look, we're going to get into the ashes in just a moment, but obviously, also we've got rugby league, we've got finals footy, we've got manly witch hunts. Yeah, uh, which you know make me sick. We've got some UFC news, Eddie. Um, obviously, there's some tennis with the US Open. Yeah, um, correct. Dribbles from the dribbler. There's a couple this week. A couple of intense dribbles from the dribbler. What so what you've got in front of you is you've got an absolute smorgasbord yes. of, of delicious treats. A lazy Susan of yarns. Ashes cricket. I was never overly worried. I as soon as Smudge came back into the setup, I was like, "Fucking good luck." We're Pons. good. Yeah. Good luck. Pons. Yeah. Because to be honest, the only time you, they got on top of us in the whole series to date, like really got on top of, was us. when they bounced him out. Yeah, they yeah they bounced him out, but still. They only won the test because of a freak incident, right? True. They won that first session at Edgebaston when we were eight for 120 or something. 
and then, then Smudge they, came in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's literally the only time they've been on top of us. Then Steve Smith has come to the rescue. Look, it's fair to say that Steve Smith has been unquestionably the difference. And if Pat we, Cummins. And Pat Cummins. But if we didn't, our bowling, pro, you could say our bowling and Steve Smith. Because but Pat we've Cummins also, specifically. Yeah, well, because he's played every test. But we were able to just roll out. We want to talk smorgasbords. We have had an absolute smorgasbord of bowlers just like rolling through like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. We'll bring Pattinson in. Oh, sweet. Here's Sid's for you. I think Cummins is 24 wickets at 17. Wow. That's, that's some hot figures. That's pretty hot. Yeah, dude. There's some hot figures. You'd, you'd they're, they're figures that you could literally just marinate in. It would look like sauna type conditions. Steamy figures. Oh mate, you can marinate with that. If you marinate with those figures, like your 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 dinner party is gonna it's, it's gonna be memorable. Yeah, it's your gonna be great. Your guests are gonna night. leave. Talk about it. They're gonna talk about it. They're gonna get out of there going. Did you taste the marinade on that meat? <laughs> That was ridiculous. That's Pat Cummins. That's for Pat you. Cummins. That's what he offers. Yes. He offers top class marination. Yes. Okay. So get around that, punters, dribblers. Twenty four wickets at seventeen. All right? Mm. Mate, what if they what if you bottle what if you bottle that up and sell it? Or just put it on a video and it's like watching porn. Who would not buy twenty four at seventeen marinade? Anyway, so look, that aside, coming into this one. Smudge was back. I mean, 200. So it was like, it wasn't, he kind of came back better. He just keeps getting better and better and better. And he was asked after the game, it was like, how do you keep doing it, mate? What do you keep doing? And he's just kind of like, oh, I actually don't like watching cricket. I'd prefer to just be batting so I don't have to watch cricket. And you're like, such is the uh, like autistic nature of the man. He looks at the, the world in just a really random, skewed he way. Is, he's He's got to be on the spectrum. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. Well, the spectrum is a spectrum, right? It's a long, it's a long sp- line of sort of varying degrees of, of you know, whatever, tism. Yes. And Smudge is certainly somewhere upon it. Yes, has uh, to be. Certainly on that high functioning where it's like, I could, I think we may have even said this in the past, but like fly over... You remember seeing that video on YouTube yeah. where that dude flew over London flew in a helicopter? Over. Was it Rome? I thought it was London, but Dior. And then he could just draw the whole thing from memory. Steve Smith is that in cricketing terms. Yes, in batting terms. Yes. Savant stuff. Savant, savant vibes. The like, 200. So just insatiable appetite for runs. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Loves batting. Loves batting. He loves shadow batting, which we've gone over. Loves batting in the nets. You know, if he, he'll call around all the boys and go, who wants to come bowl at me? This is, you know, on a lazy Sunday out of season. Yeah. And if no one's keen to go down and bowl to him because they've they've bowled out essentially yes. he gets he gets the misses down there head wag well was well, former head former head wag get down there with the bowling machine and just and feeds she feeds balls, balls. yeah that's love bats. that's love that is love but that's commitment but to also the i mean when runs are paying the bills then i'd be feeding balls yeah yeah all day every day you want to get you want you want to eat tonight then you'll be feeding the balls or like you know i mean he also made the house. 12 million dollars on koala matches or whatever if you believe the numbers uh do you think the test was lost when the no ball was called the noe the noe the fucking noe the fucking noe if you haven't seen the video on our podcast some absolute dribbler in the crowd uh sorry the the video on our instagram yes uh absolute dribbler in the crowd just 
going off his tits when the, the no ball was called. You know what it was? It was like a man who knew what it meant. Yes. You know, so we can sit here with the pair of hindsight and go, okay, he ended up making another 100 runs, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think it was 118 when that no, he was bowled. Yes. He got 211. Yes. Call that 100. They lose by 180 something. But then when Smudge is out early, it could have demoralized, demoralized the rest of the setup. Yeah. You could be looking at a tight one. You really could. And I reckon that man knew it. That's the way he was yelling it. Well, that dribbler, vigor. that dribbler looked kind of like a uh, like uh, an oracle of sorts. Where he, he was like, he had oracle written all where, over. Like him. he was sitting in the crowd screaming, and you were like, maybe this guy knows what's coming, knows yes. the future, yes. can see what this means. He was hoarse in the in the in the throat. He was spitting. He was spitting. He, he was, was yelling. It's a fucking no. absolutely unbelievable. It doesn't get better than that. Um, it doesn't get any better than that. That is uh, that is apex Australian dribbler. Absolutely apex. He's the final boss if of dribblers. <laughs> Without a shadow of a yeah, doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you made a game about dribbling... He's the final he's boss. He's the final boss. Has to be defeated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a tough one to beat. Oh, tell you that unbelievable. much. And then Smudge comes out, just to keep going back onto Smudge. What, do you get 80 off 90 nuts? Yeah. Just to move things along and yeah. go, nah, brah. That was a nah. That was a final nah, brah in the coffin to yeah. England. Yeah. Sorry. It's not happening. Not this time. We, we've come back three times. We've come back here. So 2005, 2000, well, even more. How since times, 2001. How, how many times have we been there since we haven't won? 2005, we lost. 2009, 2013, 2015, I think. I think this is the fifth time we've tried. If my numbers are correct. Mate, your numbers are going to be better than mine because I have not even put my mind into crunching the numbers. And a lot of the times we've got close. Yes. Real close. Yes. And we've finally broken through this time. And this is a this is the most unexpected in terms of our side. I'm not, you know, the English side look like a pile of poo now. I wasn't necessarily going in there with a great deal of knowledge on what the English side was uh how they were going form wise now clear to see for all and sundry that they are weak English boys. Um, well, but this you- was a little unexpected in the sense of going, if we haven't won there for so long, you know, we got a weak inside turmoil coming out the ass. Mate, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm an optimist. I'm an optimist. Well, I always to- think we're going to win, yeah, yeah. but I wasn't sure. Yeah. I was like, we haven't seen smudge, Batting in test cricket. How's Smudge going to go? How's, How's gonna Dave going to go? Bangers is back in the side. Always knew we had the bowlers to get up and work, Tom. Yes. And work hard and toil for the nation. But it was all about can we score runs. Turns out, turns out we've won it off the back of Smudge going Don. Don, level. yeah, he's gone full Don. He's gone full Don. Look at the numbers. He's gone full Don. Yes. Now, what isn't as Don has been Dave. The Dark Angel... The mongrel, the reverend, now David Warner. David. Yet to earn the forgiveness of the nation. Hasn't got the forgiveness of the nation because he has been appalling. Three ducks in a row. Yeah, three ducks in a row. I think he's been out five times to broad. Six, at least six. So how many? Eight innings. Six, is it? Yeah. Dior, the number's not pretty. No. But now we're starting to look at it, right? And you start to ask yourself, how long can this go on for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At what point do we do we uh, put Dave out to pasture? Not necessarily forever, but to go and work on his craft, earn his spot back. Because obviously he 
Sandpaper Gate, you know, that was that's in the rear vision mirror now, well and truly with this Ashes oh, that's victory. A, that's a care eh? Yeah. This what well, you know what this does? It says We're not we're not no one's allowed to talk about that anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that was, done that's officially. Old news, that's bro. done officially. You know what I mean? Like, when did we stop talking about the underarm that Australia bowled to New Zealand? Well, we with? haven't really. No, but, but you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of just an art. It's like, oh, yeah, that happened. Yes, but, but it's, it's not. But, it's, but it didn't happen to us. No, exactly. Do you that's know what not, I mean? That's not that this happened like, No, no, no. That happened in, like, 1970s yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a care act. So, no more do we toy on that. But, Dave, certainly, we are. we're not talking about it in relation to Steve. No. But I am still with Dave. Yes. Because that's the last time Dave was good. Yes. Was that era. So for Dave, Dave's stuck in a bit of a time warp. He's in like a time capsule. Dave is stuck in 2018 March. Was that it? Or 2017? Something like that. Dior. But he's stuck there. Yeah. That's where he's stuck. Yeah, yeah. He's stuck there. And he's he's, he's running out of options. Yeah. Like he's running out of... A- Options to get home. Yeah, exactly. It's like sliders. Do you remember that show Sliders and the portal would run out and they have to like get there to the portal and when the portal would close. Now, this is for our older dribblers. This is for people born in the 80s. This is people born 80s, even if it is 89, grew up, at least were a bit more cognizant of the world around them during the 90s. Sliders. And if they miss that portal closing. Don't remember it. Well, that's where Dave is. Dave is in sliders. He's in Johannesburg, (laughs) sandpaper everywhere, and the portal for forgiveness is closing. Yes. And Dave's going to be stuck there forever if he doesn't score or if we don't drop him. He needs to be dropped as well. If he's dropped, that might save his chances. Well, it might open some sort of portal for forgiveness. Maybe Matrix, a better one with a phone ringing. He's got to pick up the phone. If they keep playing him, exactly. If they keep playing him, right, and he doesn't score runs, he'll be stuck in Johannesburg 2017, 2018 forever. Yes. Now, I wanted to say something else, and I think this has a lot to do with it. Go with me. I'm with you. Is David's refusal to come out and ask the nation for forgiveness and admit what he's done, is that playing into this? Almost as like a punishment by the cricketing gods? Could Mate, be. you could have come out and owned this because everyone knows you did it and now no one respects you because you, you threw everyone else under the bus. Is it part of it? I don't know. It's a t- You know what? It certainly could be one of those things where it's like until... Like Smudge came out crying his little heart out. It was a beautiful presser. And that's where the healing began. Yes. Same with bangers. No one ever really... Sp- Look, everyone knows it was Dave. Dave knows it was Dave. Everyone knows it was Dave. Yeah. But Dave hasn't talked, spoken about it. Maybe he's saving it for a big 60 minutes, you know, upon retirement for his for book. For his book. For his book, The Dark Angel. But that doesn't help him now. No. Well, it just means he might be writing the book a little sooner rather like sooner than he planned. You could be writing that book for Christmas, yeah. the way you're going. This could right? be a Christmas a Christmas special, The Dark Angel. This could be a 2020 Christmas special. Ghostwritten by Malcolm Knox or whatever his fucking name is. Because if they keep picking Gideon him and he Hay. keeps... Like, he's all at sea. Surely at the Oval. Surely at the Oval. He's got to go out and just swing. Go like old school Dave. Yeah, I don't think they're going to drop him for the last one. No, 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 I know they won't. There's just no point. There's no point. Go out there and play like old play school Dave's Dave. cricket. Yeah, play Dave's cricket and see what happens. Do you know what I mean? Swing because right now he's playing He's playing mongrel cricket. Well, he's not playing mongrel he's cricket. Playing he's, playing beta, he's playing two minds beta cricket. Yeah, yeah. He's do playing Joburg cricket. Do I go forward or back? Do I defend or do I attack? He's nowhere. He doesn't know. He's got absolutely no clue. Um, but happy to have Dave, uh, you know, dealt with post-Ashes. Look, now's a time for um, celebration, yes. but only for one day. Yes. Because on Thursday, there's a job to do. We're back. And we're that's back winning the Ashes. Yes. Because if we don't win, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be a big fat draw. And I'll give you the hot tip: if we were to draw this, that would be an insult. To, to what's happened to Steve's heroics. It's it'll be an insight to our domination. But the thing is, we haven't dominated that hard. Steve's dominated, and the bowls have backed up Steve's runs. Mate, we've been better. Yes, we've way been better. better. We've been better. It should be three one. It should be fact. Save that's for domination. Stokesies. Yeah, I know. I just think domination's a little bit too. Uh, I'm you prepared know. to use it. Okay, cool, and I'm happy to go with you on it. Cool, but you know, domination. I think we deserve the win. We certainly deserve the win. Now, you know, with wins come hyperbole, such as this, domination, greatest greatest test cricketing wo- uh, team on the planet. Well, we are. We're the All Blacks of cricket. We're the All Blacks of cricket. And that can't be disputed. Is Tim Payne now our greatest captain since Steve Waugh? You know, is it these sort of things? No. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Uh, all hyperbole you want, but that one, we just will, that won't slide. Look, I'm sorry. But I won't sit here and say that. No. And nor should you. But I will say this. And, um, and neither should anyone else. No, no. I don't think anyone would. Anyone with any self-respecting bone in their body. Uh, but I will say this for Tim T-Pain. Uh, we did put a rocket up him. We did. We did put a rocket up him after Headingley. And as can be seen... Uh, with most of the Rockets. Obviously, Dave hasn't been listening to the Rockets, and that's why he's looking at getting dropped. But Well, Dave was just given a Rocket, so we'll see what he does. We'll see what test. he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has been given multiple Rockets, to but be that fair. Was a, that was a real that, fake. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's nice to see T-Pain get a little... Like, this is a nice thing for him. He's going to be able to hang his hat on this. He'll be getting corpies for the rest of his life off of this tour. Mate, did you see what he said? I think he said, it's, it's just nice to be here. I could be yeah. working at Kookaburra. He was, you know what? He's I don't in, know why he said that. Did he work for Kookaburra? No, I think he was about to quit the game and go work for Kookaburra, and then all this stuff kicked off, and you know, and here he is, second you know, win. Ash, Ash is winning captain in England. In England, unbelievable. Love unbelievable. that, and you know, that's the stuff that that's the narrative sport can provide, Eddie. Mm. The bloody the greatest reality show on earth. Oh yeah. Oh, you better believe it. An, uh, a man who was. Seemingly broken. All at- fingers broken, multiple surgeries, had the promise of, you know, had all the promise in the world, young, good looking, little We used to talk about rise. him years ago, remember? Yeah. Greatest keeper in the land, but his fingers were always broken. Yeah, because he was even around Haddon days. He was like, yes. he was, it was, it was him and Haddon for like post Gilchrist years. Yes. Then obviously T Pain's fingers, you know, Look like they'd been slammed in every car door within this country. Yes. Uh, constant surgeries, blah, blah, blah. You know, just down in Tasmania, out of sight, out of mind. No one really cared. And and fingers take longer to heal down there. Of course they do. The, the cold, cold weather. weather. Fingers don't heal like they, they should down in Tasmania. Mate. They do not. Arthritic temperatures, you know. Yes. So Tim then basically... He'd made a test debut, but was it was sort of like you know short lived, short lived, and a bit of a nabra. You're probably not gonna gonna make it at this stage now. Neville was in there, Wade was in there, every other keeper basically before Tim. Now he's captain. Captain comes in, captains the nation to one of the finest feats in our nation's history. Now that does bring us to an interesting question, and I think one that you and I need to. Just run our eye over. Yeah. After this is all said and done, do we just bookmark this as one of the great chapters in Australian sporting history and, and, and shake Tim's hand and go, thanks for your service? Like, as captain, I mean? 
Well, or does he? Or does he? Or has he got it? Until what I'm trying to say is, his form's been indifferent, right? Yes. He's been yes. he's a he's a great keeper, unbelievable yes. keeper. But is there a better option that can maybe score more runs? I don't know. That's a an answer for the selectors. But what I'm saying is, Smudge obviously he's got he's got his position the side locked, right? Yes. So after his captaincy band, they hand it back to him, well, knowing that he'll be in the team for ages. I think, and that's another year away though, right? So that's not, so that's like T-Pain, well, you, you'd, you'd have to have a captain it's about, It's about, yeah, so he team will get the summer. Yes. And well, then, so so a year after Smith came back for which tests. Which is March. He came back. March, I think. He, well, this is his first test back. Or is this just when he was allowed? Though. So it's just when he was, was allowed one back. Year band. Okay, so it's a one-year ban. Then from the time he comes back, he's got a year without being able to be captain. So I think it's March 2020. So maybe Tim gets the summer. As like a farewell tour? Yes, back at home. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Mask, you know, just absolutely wading into, you know, pools of glory around the nation. Yes. And then we go, now, if your form's still good, you know what, there's a part of me that says if your form's still good, I think I'm happy. And if he's still, like, warrants being picked in the side... He can be skipper. Yes. I think so. I don't think you just demoralize the bloke by like having Smudge back in. You well, basically just go, until we need Smudge, he doesn't. Ha- Smudge, let's be honest, for for all of his batting prowess and his uh, Don 2.0 status and Don choosing to live within him, yes. which is a real honor for both he, he and Don or him and his family, really. Well, him and his family. Him and his family, not Don. No, the honor no. is not Don's. No, no. Don's doing the nation a favor. Just can't, just can't keep away from the game, no, Don. Such as his it. love of cricket, loves it. Steve just can wait his fucking turn. Forgive my language. Steve can just wait. Well, Steve lost it for a reason, didn't he? That's let's what I mean. All be, let's so all like, be, let's all be honest with ourselves. I'm just saying, I agree with you. If his form warrants it, he's in the side. And if it's not, there. you just say to him, just go listen, mate. Like. There might be a tough decision we have to make down the path. If you want to hang around the setup, not a problem. You'll be skipper if you're good enough. But if we have to drop ya, sorry. So, like, do you want to maybe go out on your own terms? Yeah, yeah we'll get- guys. Look, you know what? I'm going to call it at the end of this summer. This has been a dream run. Yeah. Thanks so much for everything. We don't want to drop the skipper. Yeah, we don't want to do that because too. he doesn't get. Sorry, but does he get the respect of like? him choosing the moment you know like Ricky Ricky hung around for ages but then gave the captaincy up but then out of respect we let him play for as long as he wanted yeah but Ricky's allowed to play for as long as that's he wanted that's what I mean Tim's not allowed to play that's for as long I'm as he saying. wants no 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 that's what I'm saying no sorry Tim that's yeah. not this is no, how no, this no. works for you, <laughs> you you've yeah. done a great thing yeah. for this country you'll get dropped you'll get you, dropped if you're no good you're off you're almost getting dropped you would have probably been dropped this tour yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you weren't captain. If you weren't captain, that's what I'm saying. But you know what I mean? Do, no. they, do they make it tricky to themselves moving forward? He gets the respect of... You know the other thing as well? This, this summer, it's split up into two test series. So you could conceivably, after one test series, if he's no good, just go, sorry, mate. No, because Smudge can't be captain again. Oh, yet. he can't. That's true. So I think T-Pain's got the ra- the rails run. He's got it summer. to... He's got it... Yeah, exactly. Till March 2020, he's locked yeah, in. No, yeah. you're right. Unless he has, like... Three of the worst tests imaginable where he doesn't catch a ball. But he's been making his catches. He's still he's keeping wicket. Yeah. And that's what we want. Yeah. That's what you want him to keep. And he certainly improved his captaincy from heading leader this one. Well, I wonder why. Well, because we put, we a, put rocket a rocket up him. Now, but just to England, quickly. Does Root stay as captain? Not that I care, but... 
after that weak English boys performance and after the throbbery that uh, Stokes put in. Mate, does Root look like a skipper? No. Does he look like a skipper? Ian Chappell said as much today. He said that he clearly can't inspire his team. He is a weak English boy. Yeah. We've been saying it. Yeah. You've been saying it. Yeah. The nation's been saying it. Yeah. Weak as Pierce. And now the English are saying it. And I, I say that with all you know due respect in terms of your batting. <laughs> with all due respect. Yeah. And your inability to convert yeah, 50s yeah. in 100. No, but like you're a, you're a, you've got a lot of potential. Your conversion rate is disgusting. Yes. And you almost should be dropped for that alone. But just out of like. out of Just out of sheer disappointment. Yeah. Um. Conversion rate's a big issue, but it's it's your lack of leadership qualities that I find concerning. Yes. You, the boys don't get up and about for you. And I'll give you the hot tip. I'll give you the hot tip. England were very, very, very ordinary in this last test. After the miracle at Headingley. Yes. The miracle at Headingley. Yes. The fact that they can't get up and about for the fourth test in an Ashes series when it's one all and it should have been 2-0 and they're not up and about. Mm. Sorry, bro. Some of that, some of that rests on Joe's shoulders. Oh, it's all on Joe. That's what it's, it's not all on Joe. It's not all on Joe. It's all on Joe. Well, Come on. The coach should have him up again. Tre- Trevor Bayless should have had him up and about. Well, yeah, of course. But he's he maybe asleep at well, yeah, tre- Trevor's treacherous. You know, <laughs> treacherous <laughs> Trevor. Treacherous Trevor. We've talked about how treacherous people like him can be. But, but you know uh, what I mean. Yeah, but Joe should have been getting tons. But Joe you- can't convert. Yeah, but so that's just, why it's his fault. But no one out there looked inspired. That's either. because you need a captain to come out and do something. Yeah, mate. And Root was in. Like, how many times have you been in? A couple of times. He got a couple of fifties. He certainly got eighty in the first innings for them. I think in this most recent test. And then we were. I was sitting at home just going, "We need him to get past fifty so we can get him out because that's how you do it." Yeah. Let him get to fifty quickly, and then just you'll get bulk. So you got to ask yourself. I I can see an alpha in their team. His name's Ben Stokes. Yeah. I'm looking at him going. Surely you give it to the alpha. Surely you give it to the. Surely you give it to the best all rounder on the planet. Also, England's captains, and I'm being, sounds like I'm being facetious, Eddie, but I'm not, even though it might sound like it, but I'm not. England seem to be captained better by people from foreign lands. Kevin Peterson, Andrew Strauss, Tony Gregg. I don't know if he was a captain. Probably he was. Uh, Owen Morgan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Owen Morgan, Irish. Kevin Peterson, South African. Strauss, South African. Yeah. Tony Gregg, South African. Yeah. Uh, Nasser Hussein. I mean, he's English, but I'm sure he has origins outside of England. England. It's not the most Anglo-Saxon name I've ever heard. Don't know what they are. Ben Stokes, Kiwi. Yeah. Look, I think it makes sense. I think it does. Sometimes the English need outsiders to show them how it's done. Mm. We're unbelievable. They're pure shit. And... The world keeps spinning and yes. the urn comes back down to where it where it really feels at home. Yes. Well, where it, where it sort of first rested. Isn't where that? it was created. Yes, exactly. It was created in these lands. Yes. And it knows when it's at home. It knows. Now, did you see Steve Harmison come out and say that Steve Smith will always be remembered as a cheat no matter what he does? That will be the, uh, that will be the exclamation mark on his career uh, Steve, no matter what he does. Steve, Steve, he didn't cheat. He didn't cheat. Hoping you had dopey eyes, mate. He didn't cheat. Also, though, like, Steve, you can't hold a candle to Steve's career. Mate, he'll be remembered as the second best batsman of all time. He, won't be, he won't be remembered as the guy that was embroiled in, in, in the sandpaper. No one's even talking about it anymore except dopey people like Steve Harmison. Mate, Wait. Steve, 
Steve, bro, didn't you bowl a second slip? Yeah, to start the Ashes. To that's, start an that's Ashes. That's all you're going to be remembered. That's for. all you're remembered for because you're a loser. Yeah. That's why. That's why he's yarping up. Because he's because like, he knows he's a loser, and in every highlights package of the Ashes, they show him and that like, ball. and that disastrous five nil bloody smoking. series smoking where they got absolutely pumped. That's Steve's fault. He got him off to a shocker. Yeah, Steve knows that. He Steve knows that. is directly responsible for a five nil shellacking. And now he's trying to attach himself to greatness, even through negative means. But it's like you know who I does that. Do you know who does that? Losers. Yes. Steve Smith is guilty of one thing and one thing only, and that's just been a, that's been a weak leader. That's okay. It. Can't have it all. You can't have it all. You can't, you can't be, be an alpha leader and be a batting savant. No, it's not possible. That's not. That's just not the way it works. How right? dare you, Steve? And look, I mean, Don existed too long ago to know what his sort of where he sat on the spectrum. Well, not. Oh, look, I'm not going to speak ill of the Don. <laughs> We're not speaking ill of him. No, no, but like, you know, Don didn't have it all either. No. He was a good captain, but no, no one really liked him. No, that's true. Do you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, the, yeah, you can't have yeah, it all. His reputation precedes him. He <laughs> yeah. apparently more reports than a bit of a fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> Punter Dribbler's socks got in touch. Good. So we've been narbrad and we've been narbrad and we've been narbrad again. Well, it's nice to hear that the missing posters worked. That's it. So as you'll see, we are, well, as you know, sorry, we've been um, trying to get Sock onto the podcast for a while. Couldn't, didn't hear back from him. We then thought that he may have gone missing. We were quite concerned for his whereabouts. Obviously, uh, we put out the missing person's poster. We spent we spent a couple of days last week sort of canvassing the local Sydney area. If Walking, you, if hanging seen, out flyers. Hanging out flyers. You may have seen some of the missing posters, you know, taped to... to uh, electricity poles yeah. in the front of local cafes, etc. Milk cetera. cartons. Look, if you do see them, you're allowed to take them down. Officially, you can take them down because he has responded. He's got. He's reached out. Um, he said he's been at the stain for four days. He said he'll sober up and come on the podcast this week, potentially. Now, he does dispute the picture we've used, saying that he's never bleached his hair like Michael Clark ever because there are some questionably frosted tips. I took that off the New South Wales cricket website. And just by looking at it, has all the hallmarks of a Stephen O'Keefe. Looks exactly like him. Uh, but good to know he's back well and safe. Hopefully we do get him on this week uh, because a triple Nabra, I don't know if my heart can take it. Mate, no one in living memory has survived a triple Nabra. It's never been done. No. If anyone was going to survive it, it would be you and me, Eddie, but no one has survived it to date. <laughs> So, so it'd, be, uh, it'd be like a Stokes Headingley miracle for yeah, us to exactly. survive a triple number. Exactly. Well done to Australia. Congratulations to Australia. Australia, you're the best. You're the best. We now have the Ashes again. Was there anything more emotional than seeing the boys singing Hey True Blue in a circle on the ground afterwards? It's a, it's special. It's so, 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 so special. That's an Australian and you moment. Know what, you know what? I feel like we've seen this before, but very rarely. Hey, True Blue. I can't think of where I've seen it. Maybe I've dreamt it. I don't know. But it is so Australian. It's it's. You know what that moment is? That moment exists deep within the fibre of every Australian. We, every Australian saw it's that. fused into our DNA. And was able to connect to it on a visceral level of yes. being like, I am, you are, we, we are, are Australia. Australia. You couldn't help but feel that. It's unbelievable. Johnny Williamson. Hey, True Blue. Baggy Greens. Oh, famous and wins. And they're on the ground just 
belting it out. And Sink you know that piss. there would have been people in Manchester, people that lived near the ground, who wouldn't have been able to sleep. No, of course not. And I hope they don't. Imagine waking up, being a palm, waking up to the Australian cricket team singing Hey True Blue, belting it out. I tell you what would be a nice sleep companion is just that on repeat. The boys singing The it. boys singing it on After repeat. an Ashes win. You know what? That's going to be the new sleep companion that's going to be dropping. It's going to be one hour of that on repeat. Now, sounds silly? Try it out. Because you won't, I'll give you the hot tip. It'll be the most soothing night's sleep of your life. You've ever had. Because uh, it speaks well, to Australians. It speaks to Australians. All Australians. On a visceral level. I am, you are, we are Australian. But- All right, Punish Dribblers, the podcast this week is brought to you by The Mailbag. Spring Carnival is here, and the team at The Mailbag, they're our trusted source of betting information. We've been using them. We've been loving it. We've been winning. Uh, They're the home of accountable betting, late mail betting advice, and it's all delivered by their app. That's the future, Punish Dribblers. If you haven't heard of apps, if you haven't heard of app stores, then you're slipping. You're sleeping, but also the moment you discover them, it's like opening Pandora's box. Yes. Because such are the joys that apps can provide, and the mailbag app is one of them. I actually just... just if Tips we can, to your phone. If we can dribbles. just deviate on the apps for a second, I remember the first time I got a smartphone and the first time I opened an app store and then realized that the future was here, the yes. future was now, and apps are a thing, and I just went on a little app rampage. Well, this is the app, Punish Dribblers. This is the one you get. This is the app to get. Yes. The mailbag app. That's it. Because you're getting detailed betting plans and reports on key runners from the mounting yard five minutes before every race. Now, punters, dribblers, I've got it, okay? Me and Tom don't, we don't talk up products or services that we haven't used. Correct. Okay? So we've got it. And it is unbelievable. Wednesday afternoon, sitting in the office, get a couple of notifications, and I think, ooh. Pushies. Push notifications. Get a pushy to my phone, and the, and the boys are up and about at Sandown. I've read the chat, and apparently whoever sends out the bets is, is on is to one, right? Then he starts, he starts putting up, you know, $9, $8 winners, and I thought, no, surely not. But I'll have a crack just because, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's something in the air down at Sandown. Sure enough, a couple of long ones come in. Put a bit of lid in my pencil, let me tell you, <laughs> on a Wednesday afternoon. Skip time, punters, dribblers. I skip time, punters, dribblers. As you're working your way towards a weekend as well, a little Wednesday lead in the pencil. Thanks for coming. Um, so as we said, it's accountable, independent betting advice. Now, if you want to get amongst it, Head to the mailbag.com.au. That's right. Head to the mailbag.com.au forward slash hello sport and get a free week or month with any product purchased. You can have a free week or a free month with any product purchased. And it's cheap. Go check it out. Seriously. That is, it's a no-brainer. But also, like, if you fancy yourself as a punter, if you've got like chat groups with your mates where you you share tips, you talk shit. You like a little flutter on the ponies. This is basically opens you up to a world of possibility because you've got people doing the work for you mm. that you don't do. You sit there on your sports bet app and you'll flick through and travel and get a couple guess. of horses. You get some shit tips from your mate who's an absolute loser who's got no idea what he's talking about but just likes to be known as the guy that gets good tips, right? Mm. Yeah. And then they'll sometimes they'll come off, sometimes they won't. You know, it's just it's all a bit of piss and vinegar. But now you got guys sitting there, iron horses, looking deep into their soul. That is, I'm doing to you right now. You got blokes live at the mounting yard, looking deep into their eyes. That's it, right? Horse That's whisperers. Ha- horse whisperers, bro. You got horse whisperers sending you tips, 
every day. How often do you interact with horse whisperers? Not often, I'd imagine. It's a no-brainer. Themailbag.com.au forward slash hello sport. All right, punters, dribblers. So there's a witch hunt afoot. Yeah. It was blatant. It was disrespectful. It was disgusting. It had me uh, feeling pretty upset. Uh, and I know it did you too, Eddie. Um, now, is it any surprise that coming into finals, Manly, you know, seemingly under the pump with a couple of unfortunate injuries, back-to-back losses, that we're going up against the Sharks first round and now they've found asbestos at Brookie? Mate, I'll give you the hot tip. When I heard it, I go, this is... A cut and dry witch hunt. This is a witch hunt. They haven't given us a, a, a final at Brookvale in I don't know how long. No. They always take us to Allianz and then lie about the crowd numbers, which gives me the shit. It's supposed to be 20. They You can jam 20,000 into Brookvale. Absolutely hate Of course heaving, you can. Right? If you breathe in. And then when you go to Allianz and they reckon there's 22,000 there. I look around, there's four, 5,000. Max. Disgusting what they do. Throw us to the Wolves every year, playing away from home. They know that Manly doesn't travel because public transport's not up to the job. That's no. my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And yours too. Yeah, Tom. well, it's, it's an infrastructure problem. It's absolutely an infrastructure problem. It's not, it's not that Manly don't love their club. No. It's an infrastructure problem. CC Gladys Berejiklian. Now, what? In, in the biggest week in the club's history in terms of like we've now got a final at the ground. The home final. Yeah. At Brookvale. Yeah. So obviously the area... And its constituents, Tom, yes. are up and about. Loving it. Absolutely loving it. And God behold, I turned on the news last night and asbestos, asbestos has been found in the in the earth? I've in got the a, earth. Now I've got a question here. What self-respecting suburban ground wouldn't have asbestos in it? Do you know what I mean? Asbestos is what this game was built on, right? Asbestos fibro. That is what rugby league was built on. It's what every rugby league clubs of suburban nature worth its salt, Eddie. Is you're going to find a bit of asbestos in at Leichhardt, mate, at mate, Belmore, mate. Of course, you're going to find asbestos. They don't go looking for it. Don't go digging who up was, the ground looking was, for fucking asbestos. Who was the guy that was in? He was embroiled with the asbestos. Is it Hardy? James Hardy. He was on the jersey of Parramatta. Exactly. I mean, rugby league has a proud affiliation with, with asbestos. All right, now rightly or wrongly, we, not that it was known, but it was cheap, Tom. <laughs> exactly. And rugby league and the punter and the dribbler like cheap building materials. Yes. And asbestos was durable. It was cheap. It was easy to unpack and build. And when not broken, is a is a is hell a... of a building material. Yes. Great insulator. Fucking fantastic asbestos. Asbestos really got a bad run. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, when it's broken apart, yes. things happen to it. And that's hey, we're not we're not we're not condoning the behaviour of asbestos when not asbestos in, plays up when it's broken when it's broken, yeah. right? That, and that, look, that's asbestos. That's asbestos' fault. problem, and asbestos has had many a uh, civil suit to answer to countless civil suits countless. asbestos but and now it's all it's doing is you know laying dormant under twenty bloody tons of earth. Yeah. Minding its own Minding business. Minding its own business, mind you. Just wants to be close to the game. Well, it's, it's, it is the essence of rugby league, right? Mm. But to, to, to try and blow this thing up as, you know, oh, shit, they found asbestos in the soil. It's like, uh, yeah, and play on. And look, as the breaking news come, as we go to air, Eddie, Lotto Land, dare I say it, Brookvale has been cleared yes. for play. Good that we've been cleared. It seems that 
logic and reason has come to the fore, yep. Tom. Yep. And we're going to be able to host a final this Saturday night. I'm expecting 40,000. Yes. Screaming 40,000 at Brookie. Double in size. It's going to double in size. If you want to know how that works, Dior. Yeah. Get there yeah, and yeah. you'll figure it out. Yep. See you there. Maybe in hazmat suits. Um, finals time, Eddie. And Final I think time. it's important that we put the checkies out from a rugby league perspective for the punter and the dribbler. Uh, first final Friday night, Roosters, uh, Roosters uh, Rabbitohs. Well, let me get them up. Let me get them up. Get them up. Now, I reckon, just before we get into this. Yep. Now, Sticky Stewart, right? He's been known to do weird stuff from time to time. Yes. Now, resting a lot of his elite throbbers for their game against the Warriors yes. on the weekend, which means they now go down to Melbourne to play Melbourne in Melbourne, yes. I think was the height of arrogance. Well, he also completely ruined my chances of winning my Supercoach League, just first and foremost. But secondly, I can see the mentality of doing it coming, like, you know, grueling, grueling season, give him a week off going down to Melbourne. But... I mean, do they now come in a little underdone? Who knows? Mate, I reckon you would have wanted to have played the Roosters. So you're saying just win that game and then play the Roosters yeah. rather than lose. Yeah, but I think they've got an all right re- They beat Melbourne down in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. Different. Of course it's different. It's different finals footy. They're going to get pumped. You reckon they're going to get yes, pumped? I do. I do. That's what I think. That's what I think. I hope you're wrong because we're back in the milk outside of Manly. Mate. I know we are. How about- Manly's in. Yes. Manly's in. Yes. So until Manly's out, oh, no, I don't exactly. care. No, you don't care at all. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but so Sydney Roosters, South Sydney Rabbitohs, going to be an absolute ripper, 750, SCG. I'm back in the Roosters. I will go with the Roosters. Yes. All right. I think they'll right their wrong. They'll learn their lessons from last week. I think so. I think they will. The Rabbitohs were good. They weren't great. Sam Burgess continues to... What the hell is going on? He's such a good player, and I'm like, but he just keeps doing these weird, and then he, and then, stupid and then, things. And then doesn't want to answer it when he's asked. Yeah. It's like, why have you? Why do you, why are you being a grub every week? Putting on high shots and pulling people's hair and stuff. You know stuff. what? High shots I can get, I can wear, because high shots are like, you're, you're just tackling, it's a tackle gone wrong, right? Which is what part of the game is. I'm not saying it's good. They go wrong a lot for they, Sam. They do, 100%. But it's still a tackle is a, is, is a part of the game. Sure. Pulling hair isn't part of the game. No. Pulling, squeezing testicles isn't part of the game. No. So it's just like... Eye gouging like your brother. Not part of the game. Not part of the game. So I don't know what's going on in the Burgess household, but do they need a smack or something? They need a sharpen up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do they need the wooden spoon, the Burgess boys? They maybe need a spank of the wooden spoon. Maybe they need, uh, you know, some sort of meditation I don't know. There's a, I don't know what the hell's going on. No. But they're doing weird, weird Some sort stuff. of hypnosis? Maybe. I'm not ruling hypnosis out. Hypnosis could be the trick. Because if, if you're out and about pulling people's hair, bruh. Squeezing testicles. Now you're, miss, now you're missing a game against the old arch enemy at the SCG. Yeah, and you've just come back from injury. Because you couldn't help yourself. You couldn't help, you couldn't help yourself, It's mate. frustration. Except be, except be grubby. Yeah, it's frustration. He's frustrated. I wonder what it is. No idea. No idea. It's it's weird. We move on. Storm Raiders. Uh, I think the Storm will win. I think they'll win. I think they cover the line. Storm a classy outfit. So punters, dribblers, you've got Roosters into Storm covering the line, I think. Yep. That's my opinion. Okay. You? I'm happy with that. Manly versus Cronulla. Well, now, this is... this is. Uh, I'd be saying Manly 1-12. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. 
Now, do I trust Brendan Elliott at fullback? Absolutely not. Do I do I trust that he will, you know, as a last line of defense? No, I don't. But do I have to believe that Manly will step up and rise to the occasion? Yes. Mate, we've been surprising people all year. All year. Yeah. And now two losses in a row, everyone's put a line through us, I reckon. Nah. Yeah. Nah. 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 Ah. Nah. Mm. Big W. Yep. Big, big W. A brave W. A brave I W. Brendan Nobeers Elliott will do it. We'll play, he'll play a role. Yes. He'll play a role. Because he can play a role. It's just, just about whether just, he... Just turn up and, and do your job, mate. Yeah. Don't try and be turbo reincarnate. No. That's not what you're in the... Because you're not. For. Just catch the ball, okay? Read the def- read your defensive do your, just Just do your best. You know? Yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> Just do your best. And don't dude. pretend to be anything you're not. Yeah, don't pretend to be anything you're not and just do your best. So then at least I'm not going to be angered when you get bumped by Micah Sevo 12 times in a game. Like, just do your best. Do your best, bro. That's all you can ask. I'd also happily have Ruben Garrick go to fullback. Ruben's a snack, Tom. Yeah. I'd prefer a snack at, in the a one snack jersey. snack at the back. A snack at the back? Sure. Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Because generally speaking, if you've got a snack at the back, then... You're doing a lot better than if you've got a guy that's, you know, a beer's never... A guy that doesn't like a schooner. Yeah. So. Speaks for itself, doesn't it, really? Then we've got Parramatta versus the Broncos. Uh, I think Parramatta. But, I mean, that was... They played each other last week. And Broncos got it done. I look at this game, right... And I just go, ugh. Yeah, like I I feel nothing. Ugh. I feel no emotion. Do you know what I mean? It. Yes. It's it's gross. Yeah. I feel no emotion towards it. No. But there are some great players in the Brisbane team that I really like. And there are some players that I really like in the Parramatta side. But as teams, as entities, well, as I'm beings, just I'm just looking at it and I'm not feeling anything. No. That's all. Yeah, yeah. On Sunday, Arvo, 4 o'clock, Bank West, Steve. Steve I'll probably get around it. Yeah, of course you will. But, sure. you know, like the Broncos have got Payne Haas, David Fafita. That's probably the only two I really care about in that side. So actually, if I'm tipping on emotion, I will say the Eels because I prefer Gutho. I like Mike Acevo. Um Don't mind uh, Sean Lane. Sean's all right because he used to wear the right colours. used to wear the right colours, but he also looks like the sort of guy that would ask you for a dart. I saw that somewhere in a meme, and I'm like, that's exactly what he looks like. You can ask me for a dart, Sean. Sean would ask you for a dart. He'd ask you for a lighter. He'd ask you for some change. Sure. He'd ask you if you want your windshield cleaned. Yeah, I think he would. And that's why I like him. That's Well, look, that's as good a reason as any. A better reason than most, yeah. I would even yeah. say. So we're going to tip para. Yeah, we'll tip Para. Bankwest, they like it there. So punters, dribblers, if see, so obviously you've got your checkies out. Um, there may be a trend here, home side. Yes, but doesn't matter. Okay. So we've got Roosters, Melbourne to cover the line, Manly into Para. Now, if you want to put a thousand on it, that's fine. It's up to you. That's fine. Uh, obviously, send us your checkies throughout the weekend, and we will uh, represent you. And if you want, like, if you want evidence that we were on a hot streak, it's that we 
had Steve Smith man of the match. We actually did, and that was my mistake, Punish Dribblers, because basically we went on this 45-minute betting diatribe that was neither coherent or concise. And when it came to the editing of the podcast, basically just wiped the whole thing because it it just wasn't worth it. But as it turns out, was actually very worth it because we had said, put the house on smudge, man of the match at $6. Basically, just to put it in a nutshell, punters, dribblers, we tried to build a same-game cricket multi. But then we realized at the end, you can't build same-game cricket multis. So we just go, you know what? Steve Smith, man of the match, has to be the bet. And Tom didn't put it in. So we're rich and you're not. Yes. Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, All right. Tennis. Rafa seems to be knock, knock, knocking on Federer's door. Oh, yeah. Rafa notching up his 19th slam, winning the US Open. We sent our intern out there, Luke. Uh, thank you for, for covering that for us, mate. Luke, it was really sweet what you did. Really sweet what you did. Really nice of you. We obviously were over in England uh, celebrating with the Australians, so we couldn't go. You can't be in two places at once, Tom. No. Can you? Uh, unless you're the Don, Osmosis, and things of that nature, but sure. that's not us. Sure. Yeah, so Nadal, he's moved to 19, which is very close to our boy, Roger. Now, I'm not anti-Nadal. Dale, far from it. You no. can't be anti-champion. No. You can't be anti-champion. No, you got to be pro-champion. If you are, then you need to get your priorities in check, bro. Yes. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's like people hating LeBron. It's like you can't. Doesn't you make sense. You know what I mean? Yes. So You can not like their personality. Yeah, but, but you, you can't, can't hate them as a champion. champion exactly. Exactly. So Nadal, funny stat, right? He's won. He's now in the last decade, he's won four US Opens. Federer has won none. And they were always like, oh, Nadal on hardcore, no good. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so he's doesn't aged hold well. a candle to sort of Federer's hardcore prowess, which. That is now. Well, I mean, you know, Federer's won a lot more Australian Opens, but the US Open, people just, they didn't think it was suited to Nadal as much, you know? Yes. King of Clay and all that, but now he's got four US Opens in the last 10 years to go with his 12 French Opens. Um, I think two Wimbledons, one Australian. Do those numbers work? They look probably. 16, 17, 18, 19. Yes, perfect. Perfect. So Nadal officially right on the heels of Federer. I think you've got to give him another French Open, which draws him to 20. Federer's probably sitting there going, Jesus, those two championship points I had against Djokovic in the Wimbledon final are starting to Sting. sting a little bit because it would have been nice to have a two two slam cush. Yeah. And now it looks like Federer may well. And he's, he went out injured, Federer. He went out injured in the US Open in terms of like he lost, but he was injured. Uh, I think he's running out of time. He's getting starting to get pretty old, our boy, Rog. He's old as Methuselah. <laughs> he's and, old, bro. And running out of puff. He's old, bro. Yeah. How many more years has Roger got realistically? One, two? Max. But I said that 10 years ago. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. He's the gift that keeps giving. Absolutely. So it's hard. To, I'm not going to say definitively, but he is running out of time. He is running out of time. Now, I will say this. I, I'm, I'm much happier that it was Nadal than Djokovic. Prefer Nadal to Djokovic. Yeah, 100%. I don't so, want... I mean, Djokovic also looks like he's well and truly knocking on the door, but... But if I had to pick one... It's Nadal. Nadal or, jo- or Federer or Djokovic, Djokovic it's, it's not Djokovic. No, it's not Djokovic. It's Federer than Nadal than Yes, Djokovic, yes, yes. Which yes. happens to be the current order. The current order and, you know, what my youth was sort of about. But, like, you know, it, they're just the, the iron will of these men, Tom. It's unbelievable. Medvedev comes back from two sets to love down, sends him to a fifth... 
And he started the fifth well, really well. And Nadal just goes somewhere. Yeah. I don't know how the hell, in the loneliest sport on the planet, how you tap, what you're tapping into or how you're tapping into it, I don't know. You're tapping into some championship credentials, higher power stuff, drawing on things bigger than yourself. Yeah, yeah, it has to be, right? Family history, you know, early childhood memories, dreams, wants, desires, things that don't exist in you or I or the punter or the dribbler. Dreams are dead within the punter and the dribbler. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. Dreams have died. You know, life's gone a different way. Yeah, you. I mean, the punter and the dribbler... You never ha- really even bothered to pursue the dreams. No, it wasn't like they're failed dreams. It was like, oh, yeah, I want to be this dreams, one day. I'm not that now. Dreams go as far as the the thought of, of a nice cold schooner every Saturday. That's it. You know what I mean? That's the dream of the punter well, and the dribbler, they, and, is and, that the schooners don't run out. And they get to achieve that dream every weekend. Yes. So, I mean, who's happier? Exactly right. Probably the punter and the dribbler, but... but, the but maybe, dr- not. maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. All right, punters, dribblers, the show this week, as always, is brought to you by our good friends, the Throbbers themselves at Bareback Biltong. The Biltong itself, made from grass-fed Australian beef. Their original and smoked chilli flavours are sure to get your taste buds punning and dribbling. Absolutely certain of it. Now, their very first creation is the original collection. Provides just the right amount to keep you wanting more. Now, I can speak from personal experience. Eddie and I will often get sent packets on packets on packets on packets on packets on packets on packets of the great stuff. And within, what, 15, 20 minutes, Eddie, have we... Gone day one. Gone day one. If not day one, first hour. Honestly. First hour. Like, if I haven't had two or three packets in the first hour, then... I'm lying. Yeah. Because I have. Because you absolutely have. Yeah. And I'm not joking either, Punishables. This isn't me just trying to sell you delicious bareback biltong. My mouth salivates every time I do this fucking read. My, I get that, that, you know, I've got to swallow extra hard. And we know what that's like, punters, dribblers. We've all been there. Oh, yeah. The perfect salt blend coupled with bareback's secret ingredients allows it to be a huge favorite with all of the punters and the dribblers. Now, punters, dribblers, I need to bring something to your attention. I really do. Because it is cold smoked. For six hours, okay? Six hours. That is a long time to be cold smoking something, baby. Only the best. Believe that. And they do that using the unique bareback method, okay? It's unique and it's the bareback method, so you know it's the best method of all. Now, their smoked chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. That's right. Spiced and smoked. And the simple oaky flavor heightened by the addition of their secret spices... Okay, provides a truly rare and delicious flavor. Now, that is a symphony of flavor leading to a symphony of success. Could you say it's almost like Mozart is playing? Yes. One of his... Yeah, so Mozart's classics, that's that in music, is the equivalent of that is bareback in Biltong. Playing in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Mozart? I think so. That's Bearback. www.barebackbiltong.com.au Delivered across Australia. All right, punters, dribblers. So UFC, Khabib, absolutely pumped Dustin Poirier. Not exactly surprising, but... Not surprising. No. Not surprising. Moves to 28, no. That's not really the important thing here, though. Next, you would assume... So what everyone wants is Tony Ferguson versus Khabib. But Connor has come out as soon as he's you know, inserting himself into every sort of narrative and has come out as soon as um, the fight is over and said, I want my rematch in Moscow. And everyone's just like, nah, bro. 
Mate, you know what? Once upon a time, that shit was cool when you'd call people out and, and go to places or, yeah. or suggest taking the fight to places that sounded edge, that like used Moscow. To, yeah, that used to be sick. That used to be cool. Not cool anymore because you're not cool. You're not cool anymore. And and no one respects Connor anymore, and that's what's interesting. So after he's come out with the, the, the tweet, and I'm just going to get it up here, Justin Gagey has come out and just absolutely eviscerated him on uh, on Twitter. So Connor's come out, book my next book my rematch for Moscow. That's all he's put up. Um and then where's Justin Gagey's responses? You're a tool. You've lost everything already. You're such a shit human father and husband. Fuck you. And then this guy and then like people are going like, Jesus, man, that's a bit low. It makes you look bad. Uh you're talking about his personal life. I can't think of a single thing Connor's uh lost other than the fight to Khabib. And then Gagey's like, he's lost tons of respect. Um, then there's another guy's come back to Gagey going might have lost loads of respect but don't go questioning someone's parental qualities that's a shitty thing to do man the guy says fuck off your kid is supposed to want to grow up and be like you when you treat people the way he does that's setting a bad example how hard is this <laughs> Justin Gagey Justin in a mood becoming the uh, the moral arbiter um but anyway, also Justin's clearly angling for a fight there. But uh, it's just funny how the sentiment has turned so hard from Connor. Everyone is just like, no, dude, you're a bit of an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro. But there's too many whispers on the wind about you. Some of them, like, not substantiated yet, but, you know. Uh, but even though. But, but, yeah, like, no, but like that into him punching old men. An old man. Into, uh, into him throwing being. Throwing that phone on the ground of the, you know, the fan, even if that is annoying. But it's just like, you've been a bit of a into prick him, for a while Yeah, now, yeah. Like, into him getting absolutely pumped by Khabib. It's just like. Also, when you've seen, like, the things that Khabib, the way Khabib has, like, uh, acted after the fight he was uh super humble he was putting on he wore dustin poirier's shirt in the post fight sort of interview dustin wore his shirt they were talking about respect and all this sort of stuff and like just really sort of classy stuff now i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i don't love or didn't love the connor shit talking the attitude era nature of, of connor mcgregor right but the the etch turn that it took for the Khabib fight was some of the darkest pre-match hype that you've ever sort yeah, of come across. It went, it went really dark and sinister and underhand and grubby. He used to be good because he was quick and, and he was funny. witty and he'd put people on the gronk. Yes. So like when, who was that guy that called him out? His name is yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Stevens. Stevens. And he goes, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. It's like, yeah, good call. That's because great. no one knows who Jeremy is except for like the most hardcore fans, right? Yes. That stuff's funny. But when he started going after his religion and paying out his wife and like telling her to, you know, take She's the towel, towel off and, and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, just, you're, showing, you're showing your class and you're like, or lack of. It, you're like, I'm not asking you to put his shirt on and be buds. Like, no. have a crack at each other. But there's a line. And you just saw that. After the Dustin fight, you're like, well, Khabib seems like he's just a pretty straight up and down bloke. Like it seems like he's a pretty nice dude. Doesn't seem like he was he was pushed into this etch situation with Connor more more so than anything else. And he was like, he said as much. He was like, look, if, it's not over between me and him. Like if I see him, we're gonna fight. Someone may go to prison. Like um, it'll never be over. But I'm done with it. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not fighting you, bro. Like, You're go. not getting a fight, mate. But he's like, hey, go back and earn it. Go back and earn it. If you go back and earn Sorry, it, mate. Sure. Sorry, mate. You you're behind Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Right. 
And to get to number one contender, you're going to have to go out and fight some people and yeah. win some fights. And I don't see him winning anything. Go back and fight Nate Diaz. Start there. You know what? No, Diaz is fighting Masvidal, which oh, is even is. cooler. And that's at, is it? Are they fighting at, at welterweight? At Welter, yeah. which is cool. But I'm saying, no, you know, go back. He wants to win the lightweight belt. Go back and fuck because Nate Diaz is up at welterweight now. And so, you reckon he's staying up yeah, there? Yeah, staying up there. Okay, they, until they have a trilogy fight somewhere. But in terms of like wanting to get back to a, uh, the, the title, he goes and fights a Justin Gagey. He goes and fights a Paul Felder, Dustin Poirier. He's not going to do that. I don't think. You know what he said in his interview? He would. He's like, I just want to get back in there and I fight. Don't I yeah. don't think so. It's probably bullshit. It's but, below him, I reckon. But it's but the thing is, I reckon he thinks he's too cool for school now. Yeah, but you know and what? He whole... can't afford another loss, bro. No, he can't. He can't afford his brand is already in the absolute shitter. He's got to come back and have a Britney Spears moment of like turning it all around and coming back. And do, you, do you see that in him? No. No. I reckon he comes back and gets pumped. Yeah. I just that's what I truly believe. And like they're gonna have a lot. They're gonna have a lot of trouble trying to negotiate how much he's worth because all the pay per view dollars are gone. In America now, you buy an ESPN yeah. membership or subscription, and that's it. You watch whatever fight you no, want. No, well, so actually what it is, which is actually – so you pay for a, an ESPN subscription, then you have to pay another fee if you want the pay-per-view. So, so it actually is still a pay-per-view. Yeah, no, it is still, but it's not so, the pay-per-view model. Someone so described it, is, it to me like it was all subscription, which it makes is, it hard. Yeah, it is subscription, but it, and it is an absolute pain in the ass because you can't just buy the pay-per-view. You've got to sign up to ESPN and be in that, and that's just to even get the fight nights and stuff. We get them out here for free because we got if you got KO and all that sort of shit. Oh, that's just to get fight that's nights. That's just to get that's them. That's not to get pay-per-view. No, no, no. you got to have the ESPN subscription just to see the fights, and then if you want to see the pay-per-views, then within the pay Paywall already. You got to go through another paywall, so you can still measure sort of like the um, the pay per view success. But it's an absolute nightmare to do it. Jesus. So the American nu- the American pay per view numbers are different to the global because everywhere else in the world you can still just pay for the pay per view. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Anyway, yeah. uh, that's Semantics. by the by. Semantics. Semantics. I but like that's what I think. Honestly, that's what I think. What I saw out of Connor against Khabib was a man that doesn't have that fire in the belly. No, he didn't. He got he got owned. But it's just more that it's like the the fall from grace in terms of everyone's perception where like, you know He was he was so cool. Yeah, and now it's just like He oh, was a cool guy, mate, you know what I mean? He, he was, was cool. an alpha. Mate, what, I was what, obsessed with him. Remember going into fights, you and me would watch every single piece of content yeah. produced yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like and I'd spend hour upon hour upon hour it. upon hour on YouTube watching shit. articles, videos, everything, and then it just all went. Nah, it was after the Mayweather, really. After the after he got all that Mayweather money, because that fight that that was sick as well. That build up, all those pre-fight press conferences where it was like you know he just went on this tour of shit talking where they were in like London, New York, LA, Canada. Mm. And then after that, it was just like, okay, well, now you're not fighting, and that's cool. Yeah, I'm not going to begrudge you having some time off, but it was just like, he almost reached his absolute, like, zenith. That was it. It was there, but almost even uh, Alvarez, when he before then, when he won the double with Alvarez. Like, he became super famous with Mayweather, and he got heaps of money, but when it was like, this is the best Connor is... When he when see. he knocked out Alvarez, that was the best. Oh, right? my God. Yeah. yeah, and now it's gone. Now it's gone. Now it's all gone. Uh, so well done, Connor. Thank you for that. <laughs> Love dribbles from the dribbler. It's important that we do this. Well, it means that we're connecting with... Directly to the dribblers yes. of this fine country of ours. Um, 
firstly, let me get... First, let me say this. To the uh, members of the Hello Sport 11, we've already had two photos sent in. We need all of you. We need you to, you know, uh, get yourselves together. We need your, your topless, baggy green photo. As an example, there's one up on our Instagram of uh, Michael Shearer. Shout out to him. Uh, head of ball maintenance for the Hello Sport 11. Look at that. And we've also got one from PDX Pete. And his is probably my favorite. He's got some serious ink on him, just PDX Pete. Shout out to him. Um, elegant and understated is yeah. what I would say. Yeah. But we can't get this goddamn Hello Sport 11 photo together until such time as we have all the photos. So please inbox them to us on Instagram. Uh, quick shout out as well to uh, Ben Cochran, who had the bet with us that Newcastle would finish above Manly in the top eight, and they didn't. And we all wanted... He was meant to take us out for a lunch. He now can't make lunch, and so he just sent us a $180 voucher to a Maryvale a venue. God, it was classy. It was real classy. That is class, That's mate. first class. That's first class. You want to you you raise your kids right? Teach them about class? Tell them that story. Tell them that. Tell them that story. Ben. Because not many people are that classy. Nah, nah. Coco. All class. All class. Dripping. First class, class all the way. First class all the way. Uh, now, if we can work it out that we can have those beers with him, we will do so. If not, Eddie, you and I will clear the schedule of a Friday Arvo and yes. get schoonered. It will be Friday Arvo. It will be Friday Arvo. And it will involve schooners. Plenty of them. Maybe some Aperol Spritz. I don't know. Depends what the sun's doing. It's certainly sun. It's certainly sun-based because I'm not going to go and pre-predict what my mood is. I've got a, I've got a Maryvale voucher yeah. in my possession yeah uh and i'm gonna have a friday afternoon cleared yes which may or may not include april Spritz. may or may not because if it's a hot day eddie if that sun's whipped up a nice little lather on me then maybe a schooner won't do it <laughs> that's what i'm saying well, sometimes you need both well it'll be a mixture of two but i mean there's not purely schooners sometimes especially with the amount that he's given us yeah we can certainly work our way through a healthy amount of schooners yes and that might be reduced somewhat if we get into the Aperol spritzes yeah. or the, uh, you know, the gin and tonics. Or the gin and tonics, Hendrix. We'll be drinking Hendrix on that 180. Oh, we're, we're balling out. Yeah, yeah. Look, anything's possible, Coco, because you're a good bloke. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Anything's now possible. Raised right. Raised proper. Yeah. Uh, anyway, shout out to Coco for that. Now let's get into these dribbler dribbles, uh, if you don't mind. All right, this one's from Dad Bod Fenno. A bit of an OG dribbler. He's been around for a while now, has, uh, has Dad Bod Fenno. Lads, can you give a shout-out on the potty for the long-time listener, full-time throbber, extra bibs required dribbler, Mitch Wade. Mitch getting married today. This was on Sunday to the love of his life. I get to be a part of it up in sunny Townsville. Want to give him a VB, yet also give him a light beer for being a dirty rooster supporter for having a, and for having a fictional salary cap. Well... Shout out to you, Mitch Wade. Mitch, I hope it was an absolute rip snorter. Congratulations on officially uh, retiring the penis, taking it off the map, as it were. That's fine. Look, Absolutely. Look. Or it's actually kind of putting it into full-time employment. Yeah, look, it, it depends which way you want to look at yeah. it, but it's lovely. i tell you what it is, though. i tell you why it is kind of like full-time employment, because when you start your job, you're, you're bloody on the ball. When you got, you know what I mean. You're doing it well. You're doing it hard. You're doing it true. Yeah. And then as you've been in the career for maybe like 50 years, you start to cut corners. You take time off. You push the envelope a little bit. And I feel like that's a lot like marriage. 
look. Having not been married myself. And obviously from the outside looking in. Outside looking in, that's probably what it is. So, so congrats to Mitch on, on taking up that job. Yep. Uh, someone's got to do it. Absolutely. And I think that you were the right man for the job. Yep. And Tom and I, we wish you all the best. Congrats. And also congrats to your lovely wife. But also have that light because, you know, going for the roosters is unacceptable. Oh, you know, a light for the roosters. Sorry. 100%. I missed that. I missed that. Now, this is a long one. Fellas, this is more of a call out rather than a shout out. Mm. Call it a dribble. Call it a gripe. Call it just an excuse to talk about the beta fest that is the Basketball World Cup, otherwise known as the International Beta Conference. Three good friends of mine and avid listeners of the podcast decided to plan a trip to China to attend the Basketball World Cup, hoping to catch a glimpse of the superpowers of world basketball, including Venezuela, Russia, Iran, Australia, and a team from the USA that couldn't even be described as beta. They've honestly sent their gamma team. Alphabeted gamma, sure. <laughs> I'm a fan of gamma. I don't mind gamma. I don't mind gamma. These mates of mine were just talking this shit up so hard before they went. The video I've seen of their trip so far has just been so heinous. To cement their status as beta, these guys have gone and gotten tattoos that read in Chinese letters, Shenzhen. It was the city in which they first watched a World Cup game. In my opinion, their tattoos may as well just translate to beta. <laughs> I like NBA as much as the next bloke, but this level of enthusiasm for such a beta event surely makes these blokes complete gimps. <laughs> Feels like I'm asking Hello Sport to be the judge in a kangaroo court session, but fuck me, I'm frustrated. My question is, can Matt Shanley, Jack Morrison, and Tom Spiller be officially classed as beta for the rest of their life? Cheers, beer soon. I mean, I think they're, they're classed as gamma. Yeah. They're now officially gamma. I can't imagine... Like, can you imagine saving up your money... Or if I came to you and go, oi, mate, uh, I'm saving up to go at a tr to, to the Basketball World Cup in China. Of all the tournaments that are going on this year. Mate, 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 mate. Do you know what's on next year? Do you know what's on next year? The Olympics. Bruh. The Olympics in Tokyo. Which right? has got a basketball tournament. A better one. <laughs> a better one. It's called the Olympics, mate. That's the only one they want to win. But hold on. If you want to go to a sporting event this year, you've had the Ashes, the Cricket World Cup, the Rugby World Cup, the bloody Women's Soccer World Cup. Mate, take your pick. Take your pick. Take your pick. Start at the top with the Ashes, but like seriously, but there is 15 events better than that that you could have gone to. And if it was all about international basketball, as I say, wait. Wait a yeah. year and go to an event that is actually meaningful and yeah. legit. Yeah. I haven't watched one second of the Basketball World Neither. Cup. Not even any highlights. No. And not because I don't love my nation, love but because my nation. there's other things going on. And I just don't care. If you put that on in the throes of an Ashes yarn, sorry, bruh, um, and with NRL finals coming up, I just can't do it all. If someone tried to put the basketball on as I was watching the Ashes, I'd, I'd seriously consider throwing whatever device that was out of a window. No, 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 mate. That'd be, you'd, you'd get the nine tails out. You'd it's have as simple to. as that. You'd have to, you right? get the nine tails out. Now, I don't know what sort of sick joke the Shenzhen tattoos are, I don't know if you've lost a bet or if it was just like um, a reminder branded on your skin to never make silly decisions again. I don't know what it's about. I can't right. speak for no. you. But if it's if it's in celebration of the trip, then you're gamma for life. That's as gamma as you get. It's gamma for life. If it is a reminder subtle to be a better human being and to improve yourself mm. and to not make stupid decisions ever again, then I won't give you gamma status for the rest of your life. 
I think that's unfair because you've because you've because you've recognised the error of your ways. Yeah. Right? Some somehow I don't think that that's the decision. I said behind if, the tattoos. If it's the if it's the former, you're in big trouble. Matching Shenzhen tattoos loosely translated to gamma. Um, I can't think of any good reason to go to China for a basketball tournament. I just can't. Also, because there's China's no- not my cup of tea unless it's Hong Kong. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I I understand the words you're saying. I certainly haven't been to China in any shape or form. I'm not prepared to knock the entire country for what it may provide a tourist such as you or I, Eddie. I know. I I know that you probably it probably wouldn't be your cup of tea. Eddie. Why is that? You just, it's just not your thing. You know what I mean? It's just, it's very foreign. No one speaks a language, completely different, right? You know what? I went to Japan and that is as culture shock as you're going to get. Probably not as etch as China, but again, I'm speaking as an ignorant person here uh, about the culture in China, but communism at Al. Uh, (laughs) Japan was great. Love Japan. Japan was one of my favorite places I've ever been to. Now, China... Again, I wouldn't mind checking it out, but it'd be one of those ones where it's like, I'd love to be able to go for a day and see it all, but that's just not possible. And not even fly there, just be teleported there. Teleported in. there. I wouldn't like the whole rigmarole of having to go there and go through customs. Do all that sort of stuff. Fart about. Nah. In and out. In and out. I'd love to just get in there, get off, get out. My mate. But would you get a Shenzhen tattoo? Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Unless... Certainly not just to celebrate going to a basketball World Cup. That something would have had to have happened. Look, I would never get one. No, I'm just trying to help you out. Yeah, well, we're trying to help these three gammas, really. So that's it. Uh, so it's that's official. our that's our finding. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Matt Stanley, Jack Morrison, and Tom Spillia, gammas for life. Sorry, sorry, bro. We uh, wouldn't be we. You, no one had listened to us if we didn't speak the truth. No, we no can't. one had no one had speak to us. We don't want to be mean. We don't no. want to be cruel. But no one would listen no. if we weren't honest. Yeah. So can't sorry. do it. Sorry, bra. Sorry, bras. Uh, sorry, bras. Bras. Yeah. Sorry, bras. Sorry. Final one here. Lloyd Warren Howard, uh, most rugby union name ever. He also wanted to be called Rigid the Lionheart because he was trying not to sound like a rugby union person, but Rigid the Lionheart. We've already had him. We have. He came in with another one. He wants to know if this guy's the best athlete in the country. His name's David Foster, born in 20th of March, 1957. World champion woodchopper. Uh, Is his name Smudge? No, he's not. Then no. That's right, huh? Uh, Tasmanian community figure has held the World Woodchopping Championship for 21 consecutive years and is Australia's most successful athlete, possibly the only athlete in any sport in the world to win over a 1,000 titles. Now, he's asking, is this the greatest athlete in history? All I would say is he's certainly the greatest woodchopper in history. I'm not going to begrudge the man, uh, David Foster, of that title, right? Not a problem. Happy to give him that. But he... If I needed a fire, he'd be perfect, right? If I needed, if I had a tree in the backyard, it was a cold, wintry evening. Then, then David Foster's great, but that's not an athlete, is it? I can't get Smudge to chop me wood, although I better be great at it. I give you the hot tip: Smudge would be unbelievable at it. But this is this is not a sport. There's not enough people chop wood, mate. Wood's not a sport. You know what I mean? People chop wood to keep warm, but people don't. People don't buy the best axe and go on little tournaments around. Not enough people. Not are enough doing people. It. Do not that. enough people are doing. It. Not enough people are watching it. Not enough people are attending. Now listen, you and I are the first to get behind our Australian national wood chopping team, the Chopperoos. 
Mate, we've got around the chopperers for the OG listener. They'll know that we love wood choppers. Absolutely love them. And we love this bloke. Yeah, Dave Foster. Dave Foster's a legend. One of the great choppers. Everyone knows that. If Everyone you know the knows- chopping game, you know that Dave Foster's the name of all names yeah. in the chopping game. Yes, he's the Don of choppers. He's the Don chopper. The Don chopper. But... I can't sit here and tell Fibs. No. He's not he's not Australia's greatest athlete. I'm no. sorry, he's not. No, no he's not. Uh, but without doubt, world's greatest chopper. World's greatest chopper from blustery Tassie. And no. you know what? Tassie seems like the perfect uh, you breeding me, ground for a chopper. If you asked me, if you, were, if you said to me, listen, best chopper in the world, Where's, Where's he, he from? from? I'd go, mate, there's only one place. There's only one place you can there's get There's only one place. You, like elite choppers all come out of Tassie. Like like Jamaicans, sprinters. Yes. Choppers, Tassie. Tassie. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. It's some feat Aust- of genetics. Cricketers, Australia. Australia. Do you know what I mean? Specifically Barrel and uh, wherever Smudge was born. <laughs> uh, but choppers certainly are native to Tasmania. So we're giving you that. We're giving you great chopper status. Greatest chopper in Tasmania, greatest chopper in the, in the country, greatest chopper of all time. Can't give you greatest athlete. <laughs> Absolutely not. Been a long one. Been a long app. Yeah. Long show. Long show, long app. Um, we uh, think we're doing a podcast with the Batuta Advocate this week. You can go and check that out. We're previewing the Rugby League finals. Be out on Thursday. Should be out on Thursday. Obviously, you listen to this first. But it'll this be first, that second. Yep. This first, that second. That's how it goes. Now, um, like, subscribe, five stars, all that jazz. I don't think there's anything else really that we need to go with there. Um, other than like. Other than a subscribe, like. Subscribe, five, five stars. stars. And leave a comment. Yes. Leave a review. Leave a review, whatever it is. Leave a review. Um, that's us. That's us. Farewell, punters and dribblers. Be soon. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>